Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour One Podcast. This might be college football, heaven. Come in. It is, uh, yeah, it is. It is. You're right. Thanks for telling me. It is Tuesday, and we are here as we get ready to roll. A lot happening uh, on a, what we think is going to be a very busy and newsy afternoon. Let's get started with some headlines. And uh, Greg Byrne has spoken out about the Tennessee NCAA legal fallout, saying NIL is part of recruiting. In other words, he agrees with the court. One of the influential leaders in college athletics having that statement. Post-dispatch in St. Louis. This is written by our, our caller, John. They don't make the mistake of thinking Missouri AD job won't be appealing. Desiree Francois Reed has left. Reed Francois is what we'll call her now. And uh, she's gone. Who cares what her name is? Even if I got it wrong. What about Kirby Smart? What about him? And hiring Josh Crawford, Kirby Smart hopes to replicate the Del McGee blueprint. He has moved on with a head coaching job. And Josh Crawford takes his place. Changing of the guard, and there has been quite a changing of that guard. These are some of the coaches that have come and gone. Schumann is the only one that's still there. Pittman left. Rocker left. Now McGee to Georgia State. Beamer, of course, left. Tucker left. Probably should have stayed. Cheney gone. How about Harold Parkins? How often do we ask BK about him during last season? Seemed like it got off to a bad start and it never got any better. Brian Kelly, in a conversation with our next guest, says there is a new plan. And our next guest uh, has the whole story for us. So Wilson Alexander joining us right now. Wilson, thank you very much. So uh, this is a question that your fans and readers uh, have been very curious about. What did Brian Kelly say? Well, Paul, thanks for having me. Brian Kelly said that uh, basically, if at first you don't succeed, try again. Because LSU is going to put Harold Perkins back at inside linebacker. It's a position that he was at in the opener against Florida State last season. That did not go well. And then Harold was moved basically to kind of a Sam linebacker nickel linebacker, outside linebacker, uh, sort of various terms were always used for it, uh, role last year. And it just sort of took him away from the football at a lot of times. He wasn't down at the line of scrimmage like he had been as a freshman when he was sort of an edge rusher and a quarterback spy and used in such great effectiveness in that way. Um, But LSU has always sort of seen his future in his NFL future as an inside linebacker, one of those off-ball linebackers. Um, And even though it didn't go well in that first game last year, that's what they're going to go back here toward. The thinking is that in uh, this new defense that Blake Baker is bringing, a scheme that is expected to be much more aggressive, that Harold should be able to have some more success. Blake has had quite a bit of success for the last few years developing linebackers, and now he's going to need to be able to do the same thing with Harold as LSU moves him back inside the box, hoping that he'll be able to stick there this time 
after they had to kind of go away from that uh, last season. Well, so I know a lot of changes have been made uh, on that side of the ball, but but I'm I'm still curious how it got so bad so quickly last season. So all these changes had to have been been made. Well, it was a multi uh, sort of pronged issue in terms of what happened with LSU defensively last season. It didn't have the talent that it usually has had in the secondary, uh, and it wasn't utilizing the talent that it did have well enough in order to be able to play successful defense. Um, and there was also just fundamental issues. LSU was not a good tackling team last year. Its run fits were uh, not very good. Uh, right at the beginning of the season, LSU lost its defensive line coach, Jimmy Lindsey, um, and had to shuffle the staff around. And so then, you know, five games into the season, brought back Pete Jenkins in an effort, you know, longtime defensive line guru, in an effort to try to restore that and help that position out. And so there was just always something sort of wrong and never could get quite right. Brian Kelly said yesterday um, that, that basically that leaders need to be able to communicate uh, whatever the defensive plan is to the players and have them execute it. And that that didn't happen last year. Um, he's thinking that with a new staff, uh, that that will be able to help get that part of it fixed. And that from a fundamental standpoint, LSU will get better. And as well as just recruiting, uh, continue to recruit maybe better, especially in the secondary where LSU hadn't started getting those five-star recruits that it had been, been used to in the back end. And so, you know, this is a, a, a full teardown of the defense and got to be built back up. A lot of the same players are back, um, but this is a, a defensive uh, overhaul that LSU has gone through here in the offseason. Wilson Alexander with us talking about the LSU Tigers. Uh, they're picked pretty pretty high, but uh, not where uh, I think a lot of fans expected expect them to be, uh, somewhere 10 to 12, 13 on the edge of the playoff if projections matter, which, by the way, we found out last year they don't. Uh, Wilson, uh, your, your, your feeling about this program, though, because it feels really good. Recruiting has been stepped up, and I know a lot of people want to look ahead to next year, uh, but that's always dangerous in college football. What about this year? What do you see? There are a lot of reasons for optimism and positivity for LSU this offseason, but there are also quite a bit of concerns and more question marks than LSU had at this same point last year. There was so much continuity on the offensive side of the ball in particular last season, um, and LSU was able to really lean on that with all the things that they were able to do in year two with Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas. Now, you know, your Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback is gone. Your top two receivers are gone. LSU has gone to the transfer portal to try to get some help at receiver, but now it's breaking in a new quarterback in Garrett Nussmeyer. Um, it's got new coaches. It, you know, LSU, as it starts spring practice next week, is only going to have two coaches, Frank Wilson, the running backs coach, and Brad Davis, the offensive line coach, who were in those same roles last season. Um, and so a lot of change has gone on, and there are questions that have to be addressed, such as, you know, what else he's going to do at defensive tackle. That's an area of major concern here going into the spring. There's just not a lot of depth at defensive tackle right now. They have to find starters in the secondary, obviously an area where they struggled last year. And so, you know, there's uh, reasons for positivity because LSU has recruited well. It's made some very impressive hires, especially on the defensive side of the ball, has tried to address its deficiencies that it had last season. Um, but now, you know, throughout this offseason, that's going to kind of have to play out. And they're going to have to, uh, going into that opener against USC, show that, that, have, that they've addressed all those things and they've been able to improve. Um, especially in some even fundamental areas, like we mentioned with tackling and some different things like that. So that's kind of, you know, broad overview of LSU as a team of positivity, but also quite a few question marks that have to be answered during the offseason. And uh, as you look at the, the schedule, and uh, listen, nobody feels sorry for anybody because the schedules are all difficult, but it seems like LSU is, is extremely difficult. Uh, you know, playing two, two big teams now from the Big Ten, obviously the usual suspects, from the SEC. It starts with Southern Cal at South Carolina. Tricky game 
in week three, then UCLA, South Alabama, by the way, uh, upset a number of teams in the last couple of years. Uh, its coach is now the defensive coordinator in Tuscaloosa. Ole Miss, which is always a brutal game, at Arkansas, at A&M, Alabama at home, at Florida. Nobody knows what kind of shape that program is going to be in by November 16th. And then the final game against Oklahoma. Uh, most people are looking at nine and three, maybe. Uh, it's hard to think too much better than that, Wilson. Uh, is, there any re is there any reason to shoot for the stars and think that, that LSU could end up actually playing in the SEC championship game? Well, that's certainly going to be a, a tough task for this team to get back to Atlanta with all those questions, like we said, that they have to address and answer over the offseason. Um, but, you know, you never want to necessarily count anybody out in February. Um, so we'll kind of see how things play out. But it is a it is a difficult schedule. The things that are probably good about it for LSU is that on paper, what seem to maybe be some of the toughest opponents, or at least they, they usually are, like Alabama and Ole Miss and Oklahoma, those are all home games. Um, you got those in Tiger Stadium. This is actually the 100th year of Tiger Stadium, and it's a great home schedule to kind of commemorate that, uh, you know, that, that anniversary. And, you know, you've got USC on the road, but who knows exactly what USC is going to look like this year. UCLA comes to Tiger Stadium um, as well as another big home game there. And you go on the road to Texas A&M, you know, new coach. Go on the road to Arkansas. You know, they're coming off an uh, kind of an uneasy season. Um, and go, going on the road to Florida, but same thing, you know, a, a losing season last year for the Gators. So it seems like it could set up well for LSU, but, you know, LSU's got to – be able uh, to be able to navigate that and have the team that is uh, good enough to do so. And we just don't know yet at this point if they will be, because it's, uh, you know, just here on the eve of spring practice. Wilson Alexander from The Advocate uh, conversing with Brian Kelly, looking ahead to the upcoming season for the LSU Tigers. Many thanks, Wilson. We head to the break. We will get to your phone calls in just a moment at 855-242-7285. A busy afternoon here on a Tuesday, and we are ready to roll. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at HIMS.com Paul. That's HIMS.com Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMS.com Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Stuart Mandel joining us in about an hour. Mike Craven and Mike Griffith. Some breaking news from the bracketologist. This is the, uh, this, these are just projected now. This does not mean anything other than projections. Legend Joe, Squirrel, JK. I still don't believe JK is seated correctly. I'm Ann Larry, Stacy, AJ, <laughs> Dwayne, Logan, Augie, Trey, Andre, Rick, Sheila, and Dominic. And we also have the number one seed in the Feinbaum NIT. And that is Jim from Tuscaloosa, who asked to be removed from the regular tournament. Now, again, nothing is final. Nothing matters all that much yet. These are projections. It could, it, it could change today with a single phone call. That's how important in the new net rankings everything is when you're a quad one, quad two, quad three. And speaking of quad eight, Dwayne is up next. You got me ranked number nine on uh, Paul Feinbaum. Hey, that, 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 that's, that's bogus right there. That's bogus poll right there. By the way, there. you just went down to number, number 10. Took me out the top four, huh? <laughs> hey. What? What'd you say? I said you just went down to 10 before the, you even got to your first Yeah, just knock me out like that, huh? Knock me out like that, huh? Hey, but check this out, Paul Feinbaum. You could have called. You could have waited till my phone call. I'll let, I'll let you know what's going on with LSU. You know? We're going to be outstanding this year. Winning, winning the NCC championship. That's not exactly yeah, what we heard there from ball, Wilson y'all. Alexander, hey, who is hey. uh, one of the top reporters in the country. Hey, our quarterback is awesome. Hey, that wasn't enough mine. Your quarterback, you know, your quarterback you know, was, was, was better than awesome last year. He won the Heisman, and you still yeah, lost three games. Boy, that, boy, that boy good, too. That boy back there good, too. What do you hey, have on defense is my question. That's the problem. Hey, our defense is going to be there. Our defense. We brought defense the boys in. We brought them coaches in. Terrible last year. We brought them coaches in. Hey, we brought them coaches in. Yeah. You and Legend talking that crazy, no. Legend talking that crazy, no. Hey, another thing I want to tell you about something. Yeah, a couple days ago, Talk about Kentucky back, LSU beat Kentucky. Yeah, you didn't say that. Why you didn't say that, huh? You should have said that. Huh? Yeah, what about it? You remember that? No, about well, I, think it was, I, I don't think it really matters. That's why it don't matter. You talk about Kentucky back. Kentucky ain't back. Kentucky ain't back. Come on, y'all hype them people up, man. Dwayne, oh, Dwayne in one phone call, you've gone from number 9 to 16. That bull crap. That bull. 17. Hey, that bull crap. Hey, check this out now. You're now hey, you're now the thing. number two seed in the NIT. Yeah, that that dog, that that tick fall uh, hound dog, you got gonna, gonna be <laughs> roasted too. Yeah, that dog you got down there at Tennessee. It, yeah, but yeah, hey, Paul, 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 you can't do that to me, man. I gotta be bank, bank, bank number one. We'll get around to. Hey, thanks for the call. Daryl is up next. Hello, Daryl. Well, uh, uh, uh. Speaking of dogs, speaking of dogs, how's your dog doing? He is doing great. Thank you for asking. Wasn't the dog's name Trooper? Am I, am I well, uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Trooper uh, has moved on, but uh, that, was a, yeah, that was my dog. Yeah, Trooper, Trooper was, uh, he lived to be uh, about 14 years old. He was a great dog. You know what? I'm glad an absolute killer dog too. I might add. Be <laughs> Their bodies all over the place. Or the trooper once got into. Loud mouth, 
from Walker County up. Come here, somebody played basketball, averaged eight points a game. Legend, just because you scored eight points in the season don't mean you averaged eight points a game. You know what I mean? Coming in here wants to compare Georgia cost Clemson. I, I don't recall Clemson ever going back-to-back. Paul, there's, pretty there's close. two teams right now, two schools in college football. You're in the year out that are championship caliber football programs. That's Georgia, that's Ohio State, and everybody else is a has-been or a wannabe, pretty much. I mean, but him, him to come in here and run it, still running his mouth by Georgia, I mean, we know we're the gold standard. Guess who's legend? Guess who is favored in Vegas right now to win the national title this year? Georgia. Guess who is favored to win the SEC? I can either top three in the SEC to win the SEC this year. Georgia, Texas. Now, this is from Vegas now. And Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Wow. Where is Alabama at, Paul? Where is it? If Alabama was such a – you know what, Paul? Here's the, here's the problem right here. Without a great coach, he, he could call it. They, they're just plain old freaking Alabama. Just like they were when they had Mike Shula, Mike DeBose, Mike Price. That's where they're going back to be. For the next 20 years, legend, the next 20 years, you're going back to just being plain old freaking Alabama because that's who you are. And he's going to come here and talk about try, try to compare yourself to Kentucky. Really? The, 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 I think they've had the Final Four for like 85 years now. Eight schools in the SEC have made the Final Four. To include Kentucky, of course, Georgia, Auburn, LSU, Florida, Arkansas, South Carolina, not Alabama, never. 85 freaking years, legend. You can't even make it to a freaking Final Four. You're going to come in here and bump your guns. Legend, you know what you, you know what you and a maggot have in common? Y'all both can live off the ass of a dead bear for 20 years because that's exactly what you're going back to. And, Paul, Elvis ain't left the building, okay? But i tell you who has left the building, Nick Saban. Nick Saban has left the building, legend. I told y'all, I told y'all that when Saban retired, they asked him, Coach, now that you retired, what are, you plan- what are your plans? He said, well, my first plan is to get the hell out of Tuscaloosa. Paul, let me ask you something about Saban. They say as you get old, okay, you tend to forget. You think it's possible that he pretty much forgot everything Kirby called him? Steve Hall. Bash in Boulder. Hello, Bash. Hello, Paul. What the hell was that? How are you doing today? Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Bash. Randy, good to have you in the studio, my man. So, Paul, I heard that you're going to have uh, Mike Griffith on the show uh, in a little bit. That is correct. Uh, in, uh, I just got a weather alert on my phone for Boulder that there's going to be a snowstorm coming, and it's going to be colder than Mike Griffith's brains in a little bit. So, thoughts and prayers to you in that interview, and hope it goes well. <laughs> Thank you very much for the thoughts. My man. So, Paul, I had a question I want to ask you about. Who do you think, as since Texas and Oklahoma will join the SEC in July, going into next season, who do you think is the favorites to win the newly formed Big 12 Conference? I have no idea because I, I don't even – I'd have to think for a minute to, to know who's even in the league. That's a fair question. May I offer a dark horse and – excluding my own current university that I am enrolled in from the table. What about the University of Central Florida head coached by my arch nemesis, Gus Malzahn, with his new quarterback transferred from Arkansas, K.J. Jefferson? 
you know, I think they're good. Uh, I don't think they're quite to that level yet, but uh, they won't be far from it. They might not be far from that level, but I'll ask you one random last question, Paul. If you had to bet your house on it right now between the Florida Gators versus the Central Florida Knights, who are you putting your house on? Uh, I would bet on the Florida Gators right now. Interesting, interesting. Well, I might disagree because even though... Hey, by I the way, uh, is, is, I, I can't believe I'm even asking this question, but is Utah is in the pack? Is Are they in the Big 12 now? That is correct. Okay. Utah will be the favorite. I would say that that's a fair pick. Yeah, I mean, the, have, I, I really could not remember just spitballing what league they were in because there was so much turmoil last year and that was hardly where I was paying attention but Utah will clearly be the uh, at least projected the best team in the Big 12. I would say them and Kansas State considering they won the conference two years ago. Utah's by the way Arizona may not be uh, I mean Arizona has got has got a little bit of talent. I mean, they've, they've gone through a complete turmoil, uh, turnover with the coaches, but they still have a couple of players. The players, sure, but the coaches still have to figure it out. I mean, I hope Arizona doesn't fall off the wagon completely, but hopefully, as long as they still are a competitive yeah, but, basketball I, program, I think you'll have uh, Kansas State. Um, Kansas is, uh, is another school I'd keep my eye on. Lance Leipold, I think, is probably the best coach in that league. If we're talking about players, then we got to mention Texas Tech in there, too, because I hear some, some hype about them in the transfer portal. Well, thank you for the call, Bash. Appreciate it. I mean, it, it, you talk about an adjustment, trying to think about who was in the, the Big 12, because that's not a league we're talking about. It took me a second there. Andre is up next. What do you say, Andre? Coach Paul Feinbaum. Thanks, thanks for taking my call, Coach. Thank Listen, you, Andre. Uh, I would tell the nation if they want some good food, good football, good tailgating, go spend the night down on Nicholson Drive in Baton Rouge. And uh, you probably put on 20 pounds at the tailgating itself, Coach. Yeah, Nicholson's where the uh, action is. You're right. Yeah, on Highway 30 down Nicholson Drive. But listen, the reason I was calling was I was listening to Matt yesterday, and I just wanted to offer him a little hope there. There are two kinds of families, Coach Feinbaum. There's the family that got problems, and there's the family you don't know have problems. Everybody's got problems out here, Matt. Some known and some unknown. And if you don't think other people got problems, Go look down in Houston, Texas, with the McNair family that own the, uh, the, the Texans down there. What's going on? The oldest son is trying to snatch the team away from his mother. So everybody's got uh, got problems out here, Matt. Just uh, you know, pray to the Lord, man, and keep moving on, and it'll work out for you. And uh, hey, coach, when your dog died, uh, uh, did Trooper go to dog heaven, or, or what happened with that coach? Oh yeah, no, no doubt, uh, Andre. He was. Uh, you would have liked to. Uh, you would have liked this dog, Andre. Well, okay, he's a blue shit. I'll tell you a long, a quick story. He got in trouble. Uh, this was my old dog, um, right. and 
it's kind of a convoluted story, but we were walking one day and a guy, a guy was dry, went flying by on a bike and he was very, he's a herding dog and uh, he got loose and, right. and he kind of chased the guy. The guy was a typical, he was a doctor, typical arrogant doctor. And, uh, <laughs> well, you shouldn't say that, you know, your wife's a doctor. Coach. She's not, a, she's not, a, she's not a male doctor though. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and the, the guy, the guy okay. kicked at the dog. Okay. Right, right. You don't kick. You don't kick at a dog. The dog right. then managed to put his teeth on the guy's ankle. <laughs> so uh, anyway, oh, the next uh, this guy did not find. This guy didn't think it was funny, and he called the the uh, sheriff. Or I don't know who you call, but you call somebody. And uh, the next morning, the uh, sheriff showed up at my house and wanted to essentially arrest the dog. Uh, I was able. <laughs> I was, I, was, I was able to uh, herd it off, and because I, 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 when I talked to the Humane Shelter Society, I was able right. to use the, the guy kicking at the dog uh, as my defense. So we, they, gave, they gave the dog 10 days home detention. <laughs> hey, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Great dog. <laughs> we'll take a short break and be back, right back. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. We are back early, still early in the show. And Bubba is up next. What's shaking, Paul? Randy! Bubba. Hey, how much was bail down at dog jail, Paul? Or did they let Trooper go on his own recognizance? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he had an ankle bracelet, of course, or a paw monitor. I don't know what it was called, but... Uh, yeah, he should have bit that doctor right in his candy ass instead of his ankle. Hey, by the way... Uh, that been, been worth the trip downtown. I, I think he was uh, in, in in a roundabout way named after Trooper Taylor. Remember the uh, former Tennessee coach? Oh yeah, Trooper Taylor. I, I hadn't heard that in a long time. Trooper Taylor was at Auburn at the time, and we were coming up with the names. I have no idea why that popped into my head, but uh, I think that's how he oh, got his Trooper. name. Speaking about dogs, I think it was about this time last year. I think what Georgia ranked uh, or picked to win it all. Yeah. How'd that work out for them? Well, they finished uh, fifth in the regular season. Yeah, they didn't quite make it, did they? Yeah, Daryl, I think Legend just got under Daryl's skin there, obviously. But 
Daryl needs to chill a little bit. Honestly, there shouldn't be any polls or rankings till about the 1st of November or this year because everything up to that is just pretty much procrastination, period. Until you watch these teams sort out and play some football, they have no idea who's going to be good. And, you know, I mean, you got an idea, but come on, man. This preseason crap's ridiculous. And uh, I just want to talk a little bit about the, the – the March Madness tournament. Everybody's all up in the air about who's playing ball, who's winning, who's losing. It, none of these games matter right now. When you get in a tournament, you're one and done. That's all that matters. You know, and you either make the tournament or you don't. I know your record affects your seeding. Yes, that, that can help or hurt you somewhat. But, you know, Kentucky's lit up the boards two games in a row. Yeah, they look great scoring. But, you know, how long is that going to last? No, you're right about uh, that. Kentucky, Kentucky's not been Kentucky in a long time. They call them the Alabama of basketball or whatever, but they're not. They're just not. They, you know, Calipari brings these one and done kids in, and yeah, the the, the talent's obvious. But can they consistently play game in game out like that? I don't think they'll win the SEC tournament. I may be wrong, you know. And that's like Tennessee. They've got a tough four game schedule coming. They've got I think Auburn, Alabama, Kentucky, and South Carolina. You know, if they can win two of those, I'd feel like it's a win. You know, until they get consistent on offense, I don't see them going but so far in the big tournament. But who knows? It'll be fun to watch. Well, I mean, the most important thing in the NCAA tournament is, is guard play, free throws. And they are they are, they are are great in spurts. But, I mean, Alabama was uh, the number one team in the country last year. And they, they, they ran into the wrong team in the Sweet 16, just like Tennessee has a couple of times, as you know. Absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, uh, everybody's talking about how bad Kentucky beat Alabama. Well, Alabama came to Knoxville a month or so ago, and Tennessee beat them by 20. You know, they didn't score 100-some points to do it, but they still beat Bama by about about 20 points, you know. And uh, the SEC's up and down. I mean, South Carolina is probably, when they put it all together, it's probably one of the toughest teams in the league. You know, but it's just a matter who shows up at night, you know. But it's going to be fun to watch. It, 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 it's going to be a lot of fun this year in the tournament. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Uh, we go from uh, Bubba to Will in North Carolina. Hey, Will. Paul, I think Daryl had hot sauce on his chicken today <laughs> at lunch. <laughs> I think he finally chose the hot sauce option on his chicken. And, uh, one more thing about this John from Missouri. Uh, you know, he's got, he's already stated that Richard uh, E. Nixon was his favorite president, but he said he's going to vote for uh, the, uh, Joe or whichever Kennedy's uh, on the uh, ticket or whatever. I mean, I think he's just a gimmick call. But my question is, how do you think history is? I mean, I know what Tennessee's got is a pending court case. But how is history going to look back like on Tennessee and what they've just done? And, I mean, what's the next move, like unionization or, or what? Well, I mean, yeah, I think history is going to look at that as, as just one of those seminal moments that really changed the future of college uh-huh. athletics. Uh, I don't know where what the next move is. At some point they've got to – I mean, you can't just unionize players. You can't make them employees without some – legislation uh-huh. but it, but it's coming uh that that's for sure thank you so much for the call rick in houston is up next hello rick hey good afternoon paul 
Hey, man, uh, first thing, man, Wilson Alexander is probably, in my opinion right now, the best reporter on the LSU beat. Um, I, I think, really yeah, I think that, that is without question. He's outstanding. Yeah, I mean, I really miss Brody uh, Brody Miller, who used to be uh, the LSU guy on the Athletic. But yeah. but Wilson is Wilson is awesome. Well, you talk about but a hey, beat Wilson. that has attracted talent. I mean, you had Ross Dellinger a couple of years ago, who now is uh, arguably the most influential college football writer in America, with the uh, Yahoo. And then you have uh, and you had Brody, and and then and now Wilson. Uh, that that is a uh, breeding ground for for great talent yeah no, ross was ross is is great and was great covering uh covering yeah, I, mean, I really don't think if you look at the college uh, landscape right now if there there is not a more important writer uh that covers college football than ross dellinger so hey you know uh i was thinking you know what's been great about lint season paul uh, one thing that has been great is not hearing from a certain, uh, I don't know if I'd even call him a paralegal uh, in New Orleans. Absolutely right. You know, uh, LSU dropped a game to Stony Brook last weekend, and in my head I could hear all you call in, call in and start berating the kids and run them down and uh, – just so awesome not to not to hear his voice. Yeah, this was a, this was about the time of last year when uh, LSU lost a Friday game, and you know in extra innings, and Augie called for the coach to be fired. They came back and won the series, and won the national championship. Yep. And so Augie's, hey, uh, Augie's still trying to get the uh, the king cake off his face. So Paul, I, I called I called a buddy up in uh, up in Missouri and uh, got a little intel on uh, on John. Now John is what I what I've heard from my uh, my sauce up there and uh, code name KC Masterpiece <laughs> is that uh, John is part of the Tin Foil Hat Club. He's not part of the Black Hat Club. He's part of the Tin Foil Hat Club. And down in his basement, he has a number of Commodore 64 networked, and uh, he's been in touch with Senator Joe McCarthy, Paul. And I hate to tell you, but you are on you are on the list, man. Well, I'm sorry to hear that uh, because I thought for sure uh, we would hear from him today, but I forgot. This is Tuesday. That's the day the Flat Earth Society meets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Paul. Well, uh, you know, and he, he's busy. Uh, he's busy at the uh, juvenile detention center, uh, counseling young men and making sure that uh, you know they stay in their box. Can you imagine that poor guy, that poor kid, <laughs> that that goes up to Mr. John for I mean, whatever? I mean, everybody gets in trouble for something, and he says, "Mr. John, I'm I got arrested." or possession of whatever, and my parents are threatening. <laughs> Imagine John giving that kid advice. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. We head to the break. We're coming back. Long way to go on this program, and we'll take your phone calls right after this.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Welcome back. As we continue here, let's uh, check in with Jay down in Mobile. Hello, Jay. Roll side, Paul. How are you? Thanks for. T- oh man, it's it's been rough, man. I'm hanging in there by my toenails. I know we we talked to you last. You were having uh, some surgery, right? Oh, I can't even remember, Paul. But uh, my doctor says I'm doing good. He's, he's uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Dr. Ryder from South Alabama, but he is the, he's the real deal. I mean, he's got a whole team. He's, which, you know, South is, South Alabama's a, a learning, you know. South Alabama has a great hospital. Yeah. I'm well aware of that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, anyway, uh, I just wanted to make the comment that, uh, you know, like as far as Larry, I mean, not not Larry. I love Larry. Uh, your your partner Jim. Every every one of us out there has someone in our lives, and and a lot of us don't really realize how much we have touched that person, but and. Mine are really all three of my grandkids, but my 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 granddaughter, the oldest one, we 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 took her to a game this year, and, and I mean, she is just on board with some Bama football. But uh, but as far as get getting back to that, it, all of us have somebody that we we've really touched in our life, uh, touched that person, and and uh. And I, I just really think, I really think that Jim needs to, uh, you know, make him a pot of coffee and and go sit out there and listen to the birds chirp. Well, you know something, Jim. You know I mean? I'm glad you said that. And and I, I'm not, uh, you know, Jim is too uh, narcissistic and and caught up with himself to listen to my advice. But I think he, you know, he. How many times have you heard him say, "We need him"? You and I both know it's the opposite. He needs this show. It is his only connection to the real world. And I hope he'll come yep. back only to give him an outlet to, uh, to get some, yeah, so get, you know, it, it's, it's cheap therapy and because the kind of therapy he needs, I don't think any, uh, I don't think, I don't think Blue Cross, I don't think uh, Cigna, I don't think any of those insurance companies can handle it. It's too expensive. No, you're right. I mean, it requires right. well, been- shock. Uh, it requires uh, basically just you know getting your well, uh, I mean basically the only way to get him back to normal would be to get some jumpers from your your car battery and lock them around his ankles. <laughs> anyway, well, sure more than anything, Jay, I'm glad we got a laugh at it. That was the whole purpose of that. Yeah, well, I hope we end up getting all. Uh, I get to see y'all this year. 
one way or another. When are, when are you uh, when are you going to be uh, let out? Oh, uh, uh, they say in uh, hopefully Thursday. Okay. Well, we uh, we sure miss you, Jay, and uh, you you continue recovering, and uh, we'll be thinking of you. Thanks so much. Jace is in Augusta. Hello, Jace. Hey, Paul. How you doing? We're doing well. Thank you. Hey, you know, uh, I had to say a couple things uh, here. You know, Bash reminds me of of, of, of Spicoli <laughs> on Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You know, oh, I, I think one. he's probably ordering a pizza in, in the middle of class, you know, and somebody that walks in movie. and he goes, you know, who ordered pepperoni pizza? He holds his hand up. Um, now, as far as uh, um, John from uh, Missouri, yeah, I mean – he was talking to a dead man, correct? Yeah, the guy he was uh, talking to on Facebook died in 2012. <laughs> I mean, just, just uh, 12 years ago. I mean, idiot everybody talks to somebody that, that died 12 years ago, don't they? Yeah. I mean, you know what? I mean, at least Jim brought something to the plate. John brings nothing to the plate. It, 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 don't get me wrong. I don't like, I don't like Jim either. It's been very quiet this week, um, as far as that goes. Um, and as far as legend but goes... If you had to talk um, to somebody that died 12 years ago, who would it be? You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast. 